This month's episode of Practical Significance is brought to you by probability sampling. Probability samples come in several forms, simple, systematic, stratified, and cluster sampling, for example. But we didn't sponsor this podcast to say that. No, we come with a simple message. If your data was not collected by a probability sampling technique, do not pretend that it was. Don't go running a bunch of statistical tests and making inferences from those non-probability samples. Say how you collected your data, summarize it with appropriate descriptive statistics, and acknowledge what you have and have not learned from the data. For the sake of your research and your personal well-being, if you aren't sure whether you have a probability sample, or better still, want help in creating one, do the right thing contact a professional statistician. The American Statistical Association has thousands of them. And now, on to the podcast. Hello, and welcome to Practical Significance, a podcast to inspire listeners with compelling stories from statistics and data science and to propel data-driven careers forward. Here are your hosts, the ASA's Director of Strategic Initiatives, Donna Lalone, and Executive Director, Ron Wasserstein. Welcome to Practical Significance. In this special end-of-the-year episode, we spotlight the retiring ASA board members. Ron and I are delighted to introduce Chapter of Sections Representative Kate Calder, Treasurer Rushal Lu, Council of Chapters Representative Alex Hanlon, Vice President Matilda Cam, and Past President Kathy Enzer. We'll hear anecdotes and reflections that capture their experiences as board members. Join us as we express our gratitude. This podcast is a tribute to their dedication, wisdom, and commitment to our shared mission. Now, let's hear from our retiring board members. So this is a long-standing tradition and an opportunity to thank our board members who have served for three years and in some cases more. We're very grateful for that. So we'll start with Kate. Take it away, Kate. All right. So I hate to disappoint, but I am not going to break into song or dance here on Zoom. I just wanted to share a few thoughts as I was wishing I could have been there with you today, I've had some time to reflect on kind of my experience over the last few years being part of the board. And I was reminded of how everything started. So I was asked to run for the board. And I remember having a very early morning Saturday phone call with Ron, where he talked me into running. And it was at a, an interesting point in my life. I had just moved from Ohio to Texas and kind of had this very brief kind of lull where I wasn't completely overcommitted. And I got really excited about the idea of doing it. So I agreed to run. And once I agreed, you know, of course, the first thing you have to do is write a statement. And I quickly realized that I had no idea what a member of the ASA board did. So I didn't really know how to write a statement. But I wrote something and I had my husband read it. And I very clearly remember him telling me that there were a bunch of words there, but they didn't really say anything. And he was right, because I didn't have a clear platform or anything. But nevertheless, you know, I was really thankful to win the election and get this opportunity. 
Interestingly, I was searching through my email and I realized that we got the notifications. So me, Kathy, Matilda, and Alex and Ben got the notification that we won the award on May 2nd. 2020. And I could not remember receiving that notification. And I mean, if you think about it, that was a really weird time in the world. Like we were a good kind of two weeks into lockdown and just had no idea what was in store for us. And as you all know, after you get elected, there's a little bit of time before you have to actively start participating. So I attended my first board meeting in the fall of 2020. So this meeting and wow, it was on Zoom and the board had been just dealing with some really meaty, difficult issues. So, you know, with canceling JSM, major drop in membership, the formation of the anti-racism task force, there was just a lot going on right now. And joining that group virtually was really interesting, but I also was kind of like, what did I get myself into? This is just one problem after another. And then at the end of the first day, we had this event and it was really refreshing to see people reflecting on how much fun that they had had. And even though the experience had been hard, they really valued it. I also remember, and this continued throughout the last few years, how much I came to appreciate Ron's jokes. They were so needed (laughs) and were just a wonderful way to break up the monotony of a full day on Zoom. And I'm sitting here right now, I call my desk at home my COVID desk because this is where I sat for like two years of my life and I kind of hate it now, but it is what it is. (laughs) So I wanted to say that this has just been a wonderful experience. I've learned so much about myself, about ASA, about our discipline. I've made great friends, and I'm just so thankful for the opportunity. Thank you, Kate. So, Rachel, how about you? You want to be next? Come on up. Thank you. I'm that person serving for four years, and that's really a special case because when I started my term, the treasurer was still a appointed position. So I do not have voting power at all. And maybe after I talked too much at the board meetings, they decided to have the treasurer as an elected position. I'm just joking. Congratulations, John, for winning this election. And I'm so happy for you going to have a lot of fun for this position. I first attended 2019 board meeting as my kind of a training. And uh, back then, that was, I think, Lisa Levant was the uh, outgoing president and Armadrod was the outgoing treasurer. They were just and a few others. I was so impressed by their performance because they put together a musical. And at that time, I was like, is that the expectation? I didn't sign up for this, right? I mean, this is such a talented group. I mean, I, I couldn't compete at all. So I was thinking about resigning, actually, at that time. Oh, boy, three years down the road, I have to perform and work together with a group of people writing up lines and singing and dancing in front. Because Lisa was really dancing. She was really good at it. But I, soon enough, I learned that was not norm. That was actually one of the outliers. I just want to say I'm grateful. I'm really grateful 
I think serving in treasurer's role, I get to see a lot of nitty-gritty details about how YSA as an organization operates on a daily basis, which is not easy. Anything when you get to the details, when you are inside and thinking about, do I have money in the bank to keep things running? Either for organizations like us, nonprofit or company, because um, at company, I also need to look at the budget line item over and over again every six months which was painful, or in a household. It's not an easy job at all. And also because my role, I also sit on a lot of different committees, like Amanda's development committee. I get to see how creative she is. I get to see Steve Porzio and now Derek, you know, how big of a job they uh, they used to have and now having. The pandemic is not easy on ASA. I know it's not easy for all of us, but for ASA, it's a different level of challenges. I just want to say thank you, Ron, for your leadership. There are a lot of things happening behind the scenes. I got to see a little bit of it, and I'm sure all of you get to see maybe a little bit of different portion of it. But I got to see, I say, it's really amazing how impressive it is to see we have been able to achieve so much by only 30-something people, full-time employees. Because through the AACR collaboration, I got to learn they are running like 200, 300 full-time staff for AACR. So I just want to say, you know, that's really something I'm grateful Four years on the board, I got to learn talk a lot, but also do a lot. I'm also grateful for all of you, for all the board members that I have the privilege and opportunity to work together. You're really generous to share your life wisdom from your career, from your personal life, how you educate your kids, because my son is only five years old, and share how to strike a life work balance and how to really ask yourself what you want from your career, who you are as a person. So that actually inspired a lot of self-conversation with myself. So I found that I'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to learn from all of you. And uh, the board has had some very challenging posts like COVID, but also other things. For example, the P-value, right? When I attended my first uh, board meeting in 2019, Lisa actually, after all the board meeting discussions, and I remember we had a very heated discussion at the time, and Lisa was like, oh, don't worry, it's not going to happen every single time. Most of the time, it's very peaceful. I was like, what does that even mean? So she came actually to me personally and told me one-on-one. But later on, I found out the wisdom of this board have been able to carry out all the conversations in a very open-minded and embracing all the challenges and be able to move all of us forward. So that, I'm very grateful. The last thing I would say is I'm grateful for the personal growth and personal development. Again, you know, because I've been able to learn from all of you, I was able to share your wisdom to either my team, people working in my company, or the nonprofits that I have been helping to run in the San Francisco Bay Area. You know, as a first-generation immigrant, the Jedi efforts has been really making me feel ASA as a home. It was a home to me before the Jedi effort, but it's more of a home after the Jedi effort. And things similar like Jedi effort, it just, I'm sure, will make different you know, different members, different sectors, and different chapters, they feel ASA as a home and relate to themselves to ASA. So for that, I'm also very grateful.
I'm just going to close my remarks by a little small favor to ask from this board. Looking at our three presidents now, Dion, Bonnie, and Jihang, they are three female minority presidents. You guys have been already doing a tremendous job supporting them. I'm asking you to continue to support them in all their initiatives moving forward. So thank you so much. I want to correct the record slightly. It's really the kind of work that Ray Show is doing that was a key element in us asking ourselves, why doesn't this position have a vote? I mean, the why was more than just the technical reason. The technical reason is that elected members of the board vote and non-elected ones don't. But it was like, we're wasting an opportunity by having this be an appointed position and therefore not a voting position. And though that really led to that part of the change in the bylaws. So if you hadn't done such a good job, John, wouldn't be voting. All right, Alex. So a while back, I asked Google for a few good movies that involve statistics. So at first, the answers weren't all that surprising. We had the baseball movie, Moneyball, the imitation game about Alan Turing, hidden figures about the hero statisticians that helped NASA send astronauts to the moon, you know, the usual suspects. But there was another title on the list. It was a title that reminded me of a game that we played when we were young. The one that you showed three images and you asked, you know, which one doesn't fit. So what was that movie? That was Stephen King's It. So while it is true that some statistics can be frightening, <laughs> terrifying isn't a word that we typically use in our day-to-day -day work. We're about sober analysis, conclusions that are based on science. We're professionals. And even sometimes statistics lead us down a dark path. We usually don't get terrified. Yep, but there it was, it. Stephen King's classic tale of a clown who terrifies a small town for generations, and it takes a team of 12-year-old kids to analyze the data and figure out what's going on. So something that had been there all along, if only the townsfolk had bothered to look. Kids, like us statisticians, can sometimes think outside the box. So in some ways, we're like that clown, right? So now I'm not saying that we're scary or that we have razor sharp teeth, but for most non-professionals, we're hidden. We're hidden just beneath the surface. But unlike that clown, we're good people and we do good things and we typically <laughs> don't wear clown makeup. And it is true. Statistics and what they mean can sometimes be scary. But unlike that clown, we represent good work. And we have a little fun along the way. And of course, I must admit it, if you've been to an ASA board meeting, which you all have, you know it can sometimes be a circus. Well, maybe not a circus with clowns, but it's a good time. And I have loved serving on the ASA board of directors with all of you. Not to sound trite, I know we are a family. We come from diverse disciplines, from diverse geographic locations and backgrounds, and we love where the data takes us. We love that it's brought us together, and we're passionate about the difference that we can make. The privilege of working with such incredible people, amazing, accomplished leaders in our field, has been the highlight of my career. You all, am I going to tear up? I didn't think I would. <laughs> you all have made the last few years an adventure, inspiring, spirited, fun, clever, and endlessly challenging. So right now, I want to take a couple minutes to acknowledge my fellow board members. Our current president, Dion Price, has led a series of initiatives to advance our profession and to increase awareness of our work. She made it her mission to highlight the benefits of the ASA to its community, and she's worked tirelessly to advance our cause. I'm deeply grateful for her efforts at Virginia Tech with our student programs this past year, including WIDS Blacksburg, as well as with our Summer Cube program. And Dion is our 118th president, yet she's the first African-American to hold that position. And I don't think that anyone would dispute that she embodies the word inspiring. 
So inspiration, after all, is what the ASA is all about. It's people like Ron Wasserstein, the ASA executive director and the board secretary, who includes dad jokes. And every board meeting is a gentle reminder to maintain perspective. And that's something that a father of 12 kids learned a long time ago to maintain perspective. And it boggles the mind that Ron is such an amazing father and attentive husband to an amazing wife, Sherry. By the way, Emily Griffith accurately describes Sherry as a warm hug. Now back to Ron. He's a model statistician and he's a good person. And if you know Ron, you know that he wears bright orange cross, adored with trinkets of love from his children, his 12 children. And actually, I do have an update. His children gave him bright pink Crocs with a Knopf sweatshirt. Okay. <laughs> now that's perspective. So board meetings can sometimes be exhausting and it's important to maintain our focus and commitment to our promise to serve. Kendra, Melinda, and I have formed a huddle of sorts over the years, ensuring that we're effective messengers between the board and the council of chapters. And we've developed a nice bond and a friendship along the way. And following the most draining board meeting in history, at least my history, right? You all know which one I'm talking about. I found a secret weapon, or at least a comrade, to help me recover. And that's Jenny Thompson. After almost physically knocking each other down as we cross paths, getting into the elevator in Toronto, <laughs> Jenny and I shared an impromptu rooftop cocktail in Toronto. And that's what bonding's all about, right? So, and then sometimes board members engage in friendly competition as well. Recent meetings have been filled with anticipation. Which vice president would be the first to move a motion forward? Would that be Nick or Matilda? <laughs> Nick usually wins. <laughs> and Matilda brings joy to any room with her infectious laugh. And thank you to Matilda. I'm sorry she's not here for speaking to our CUBE students as well this summer. And then there's Rochelle. I have thoroughly enjoyed working with Rochelle Lou for many years through our ASA service. And along with Jihang Lee, we co-founded, of course, you know, the ASA Special Interest Group on Clinical Partnerships, and we're excited to see where this goes, and we look forward to our continued collaboration through this initiative. And I want to make sure to recognize someone who deserves recognition more than any of us, and of course, would prefer not to be recognized, and that's Donna. Donna Lalonde is our Associate Executive Director, and her passion and dedication to the ASA is second only to her dogs. And I want to thank also Amanda, Derek, and Steve as well. So Amanda's a ray of sunshine. She makes giving a joy. I consistently look forward to seeing which kid picture she's going to choose to perfectly represent her board update. And then Derek is the new kid on the block, and he stepped into some really big shoes. And he made that transition with ease and grace, at least as we see it from the outside. And we're really lucky to have him. And we're also lucky to work with Steve. And Steve works tirelessly to raise our profile. He advocates for us, for our engagement, for investments in our, our data infrastructure. And then there's the also important council of sections. Jana, Kate, and Michelle are dynamic professionals. They're committed to the larger issues that impact our world. Jana's recognized for a dedication to civic responsibility. And then Kate has a profound instinct for investigation, and she serves as associate editor for multiple statistics journals. And then Michelle, she's a prolific biostatistician. She's my soul sister, I think, and contributor to the fields of gerontology and high-dimensional biomarkers. Ingrid, she's our international rep from Belgium. I can't say the name of the university. I never have been able to say it. She's an accomplished professor, and she's so well-connected with statisticians from all around the world, and she supports initiatives to en enrich the environment for statistics in developing countries, so thank you for that. And then Ben, I'm sorry he's not with us. He's our publications rep, and he's dedicated also to improving human health through the application of statistical machine learning methodology. And then it's important at times like these to remember that we've been around since 1839. 1839. Talk about continuity. Kathy Enzer, 
our past president. She built the Department of Statistics at Rice and she chaired it for 15 years. And Kathy's a champion of transparency. She created this amazing idea forum to showcase how statisticians improve lives. That's a wow. And then Bonnie, Bonnie Ghosh is our 119th president, and she leads the stats group at Rand and continues the tradition of ASA leadership through icons of our profession. She encourages us to be thought leaders and to interface with the media more effectively, and we know that she's going to grow our commitment to helping the disadvantaged. So you see, we're not scary at all. We're a community of inspired highly motivated and dedicated statisticians that work together for the greater good. And I personally could not be more proud to be connected with each and every one of you. It's been a blessing. Kathy, step right up. Thank you for those great words by everybody. This was when I was running for ASA president. Did y'all even notice that this picture was up there? But this is our department pre-COVID at one of our Monday lunches. It's mostly graduate students and faculty, whoever shows up that day. And you know, I, I can almost cry just looking at this because two people in this picture are no longer with us. And, and one of them is the one right beside me. And so very close friends, but a reminder that these students and who we're representing. And another one, uh, a little bit shinier note, this one here, she became my partner in, in this wastewater epidemiology work. We worked side by side for two and a half years as we developed this. And so it's just a warm reminder to all of us that people are excited that we're here. They're excited we lead their efforts. And I'm just really appreciative for the, for everyone that brought me into this spot. But I'd like to look at this because I like to remind myself, you know, that we are making decisions for other people and we are helping our community grow and prosper and contribute to the world. And every one of us in this room do that. And it's just an amazing organization. And so I've had a lot of leadership efforts through the years, but ASA is by far the strongest, the best, the broadest in terms of how we contribute to society. And I hope you all know that. So I did start in COVID, as we all did. And we had a president right before me who was becoming a census director. <laughs> so we had a little bit of a break at continuity, but I think that we've done a good job. The current presidents and the future president really uh, coordinating and looking to the future. And that's so important because, you know, these wonderful staff that keep ASA going can't have cold start every January. So there needs to be continuity between of the boards and the evolution of the boards and the leadership. And so it's great that, that we've been able to achieve that. And I am so honored to get to know each of you. And uh, Dion, you're amazing. Everybody in this room is amazing. And it's just such an honor to work beside you over these years. I am the six-year person because I did get a little bit of a break. So I was the vice president and then had a little bit of break and came back. Donna, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I miss our weekly conversations. <laughs> yeah. But they will uh, start again. You're not off the hook. <laughs> not off the hook. And Steve is not here, but it's been wonderful to work with him as well. When you write your story, it's like, well, what are you going to do? I had AI and data science. I think we could check that box. We are in an excellent position as a society, as a profession, in our contributions to ASA and data science. If I didn't believe that before yesterday afternoon, 
I definitely believe it now because when we met with the size director at NSF, there was so much enthusiasm to be talking to us. And so everything that we've done on that space, we're so much better off than we were a decade ago. I hope everybody feels that. And then leadership. Leadership, we all exude leadership. We've done a great job of advancing the Leadership Institute. That wasn't my initial uh, initiative. I'm the third president to focus on it, and I hope that the next three focus on it as well, because it just takes that level of concentration to get it to grow. And we've made some great strides this year in, in the past couple of years in that direction, but there's still a whole lot more that we can do. And then the third was this community analytics space where I spend so much of my own personal research time and uh, how to have these conversations with focusing on local government and things like that. And so we really worked hard to try to think about that. And I think where we landed with the IDEA Forum, after I saw today, I'm convinced this is a great thing for ASA leadership to do because that's something that comes from the board with the leadership of the president. It gives the president an opportunity to frame something else uh, besides just their speech at JSM. And so I just think it's so important for us as a community, us as leaders in this room, to be speaking out publicly in a big way on the pressing matters of today. And so that is what the IDEA Forum is supposed to accomplish beyond Excellent job today. I mean, I thought it was just beautiful. So one other person. So Ron, you've had lots of kudos, but I'm going to add mine to that. It's just been wonderful working with you over the last few years and and knowing everything that you do. It's just amazing. And I, I thank you for the wonderful staff and the way that you're able to lead. Oh, and Amanda. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I'll tell one funny story. So when I was vice president, Barry was president. And so Y'all remember our skit? Barry wrote it, and we all had to get on board. And Barry Nussbaum was president, and I was vice president. And so when we ended, so we did a little skit. And so at the end of the skit, we went and each handed Amanda a dollar. I thought that was pretty funny. But before I shut up, let's all just give a big round of applause to Ron, Donna, Amanda. Steve's not here, but all of the amazing ASA staff. members of the board, Matilda Cam, vice president, and Ben Nod, publications representative to the ASA board, were not able to join us for Friday night's festivities. We were able to catch up with Matilda, and so she was able to share some thoughts with us. In my three years on the ASA board as vice president, I have shared a special bond with all of you, and I'm taking with me special memories of our time together. I really appreciate the opportunity I had here to provide service to the statistical profession and be a part of an amazing group. I'll miss our quarterly face-to-face -face board meetings that helped us all get to know each other personally. You, my fellow ASA board members, have set such a positive example during my time on the board. Your collaborative efforts have been integral to the ASA success. I'll miss our interactions and collaborations. I've learned a lot from all of you. I feel we have done excellent work and I'm proud of what we have accomplished together as a board. I look forward to staying connected 
and hearing updates about all the board ASA initiatives that you are working on. Wishing you all continued success, and I'll keep in touch. Ben is out of the country, and so we will share his thoughts in the show notes. As we end the 2023 season of Practical Significance, we are immensely grateful to our guests for their insights, and of course, to our listeners for taking the time to join us. Thank you for being a part of Practical Significance. Stay tuned for what the future holds, because we will have many more stories to tell. We conclude this episode, as always, with Ron's Top 10. Thank you, Donna. In our tireless efforts to highlight the importance of statistics, this month we offer the top 10 list of twisted statistical terms. Each of these is a common statistical term, twisted, with a word or part of a word changed to give you new meaning and insight that the Practical Significance Podcast Top 10 list strives for each and every month. Number 10, the mental limit theorem the point where my abilities to prove theorems ends. Number nine, regression meddling. Why don't you just mind your own business? Number eight, chai square, a latte for old-fashioned folk like me. Number seven, stochastic princesses. Now that's a Disney movie I'd watch. Number six, machine yearning, the next step in artificial intelligence. Number five, asymptomatic convergence getting closer to deciding on whether to take a COVID test. Number four, extrapolution, the fairly safe bet that pollution will get worse in the future if nothing changes. Number three, interquartile range rover, the must-have vehicle for statisticians. Number two, false discovery rat, the whistleblower on faked research. And thank goodness for people who call that out. And the number one twisted statistical term has to be standard eras, the normal ticket price for a Taylor Swift concert. Thank you all for joining us in the podcast this month and throughout this year. We hope you have a wonderful holiday season, and we look forward to continuing the discussion next year in the fourth season of Practical Significance. Thank you for listening to this edition of Practical Significance, the podcast of the American Statistical Association. A new episode will be coming your way next month from Amstat News, the ASA's monthly membership magazine.